Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of The Head Start, Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they took action to understand this disease. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey and learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding. Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. We have a very exciting show today. We have Camilla Luddington, who plays Joe Wilson on Grey's Anatomy, coming into the OR. And I just love her. I don't just love her, but I also love her character. And I almost feel like there's like a part of her that is her character. I think that's true for all actresses, though, like or actors, because when I think about like when I think about Jennifer Aniston, I think about Rachel Green. Yeah. You know, like I think when you play a character that you grow to love, that person has to be cool. Well, yeah, be lovable. Yeah, but they have to have some of some of their character and who they are as a person. Yeah, just like um, Kim Raver. She was even cooler than I thought she was going to be, though. For (laughs) sure. (laughs) So um, I'm really, really excited to talk to Camilla because spoiler alert, her and Jackson. Oof. And I also feel like every Grey's Anatomy character that we have on the show, when we ask them like, "Who are your friends in real life?" It's always her. But they yeah, would say they, Camilla yeah. is like the funnest and coolest. I feel like it's Camilla and Jesse are always the ones. So it just makes sense that they would be together now. Jesse Williams. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, you're right. Do they, they do always say, say Jesse? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so we we have a big show. Obviously, we're very excited. Spirits are high. Spirits are high. <laughs> How are you doing personally, aside from our show today? Um, I want to give a shout out to our scrubber Alyssa and the amount of work that went into those posters that she made for all of us. So if you're listening and you're like, what did she make? She reached out, I guess she did in the Facebook group. She reached out to people and said, Hey, do you want to be part of this like fan project? And she had everybody write down their name in the city where they lived. And she basically wrote it on confetti and put it like on these, they're huge, these posters and they all connect. So like individually they are for each one of us. But then when you put them next to each other, side by side, they like make a, a longer Same. saying and just like the care and the thought and just the detail in this was just, it really moved me to tears because I think that obviously in the podcast last week, you could tell, like, I think we've been struggling a little bit, you know, like people, everyone's coming in hot with a, you know, a criticism or a critique or, and I've just been really feeling low and that thoughtfulness behind that gift was almost like this. It gave me like a rebirth, mm -hmm. you know, like it was just like, um, and then another scrub sister posted in the Facebook group. Um, there was this pastor who give a, gave a, a, a speech about, um, your calling, your calling yeah. and not letting criticism, um, take you from your calling. And I listened to that and it was just like, you know what? I am Tanya. I'm going to say some things that aren't right and I'm going to learn from them, but I can just, I have to just be me and I have to just, and I'm just have to share that with you guys. Like every part of me. And I think that's also why I struggled so hard when things were rough with red star and I, mm -hmm. I couldn't verbalize because in my mind, I'm like, I've been trying so hard and I have to have this perfect relationship mm -hmm. relationship. And, and it wasn't, and I didn't know how to like talk. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just have to be me. I just have to share it all. And, um, Alyssa uh, and that, that gift and, and just everything that kind of happened the days after our last podcast really gave me this like rebirth in terms of just myself, my attitude, my approach to the podcast, my approach to life. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just wanted to thank everybody that, you know, was a participant in that and just everybody that reached out and sent really encouraging emails and posts and things. Um, it means the world. And like, it really pushed me. Mm -hmm. No, I feel the same way. First of all, thank you to Alyssa and everyone else who was participated in sending their names and all that. But thank you for the work that went into such a thoughtful gift. I feel like every time we get gifts from our scrubbers, they're always so intentional and thoughtful. Um, but I felt the same way as Tanya. I was, I mean, even after last week's episode, we, I looked at her and I was like, what do we do? Like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this podcast? feels like no one likes it. And I, it's so weird that we hear criticism from a few people and that's what we listen to instead of the tons of support that we're constantly getting. It's so frustrating and that's how our brains work as humans. But, um, I was shocked by the amount of DMs that I got of people just sending encouraging messages and, it really, I felt the same way. I felt like it refueled me because I was <laughs> very discouraged last week and just kind of wondering like, same thing, like what is my purpose? Like what is my calling? Why are we doing this podcast? Who is it for? And I realized it's for these, it's for, it's for y'all, the people who are like listening and the ones who take the time to send these encouraging messages. And 
even the ones who who have criticism like it's for everybody just to be encouraged that's all we're wanting to do and I think we both agree that our whole purpose of creating this was this community that it's for yeah it's like the good the bad and the ugly and I think we all got in our heads for a long time about like you know what we can say and what we shouldn't say and and how this is going to sound and and in reality like I'm just me (laughs) it's all I have it's all I've ever been and like that's all I can be and I'm not perfect and let me tell you something nothing is nobody has everything figured out right now but um I think I just kind of am in this like new approach of living and um not being in my head about stuff anymore like I'm over it yeah it's gone I agree it's like it kind of got to a point where everything we said we looked at each other and we looked at Mark and we looked at Easton it was like can we say that is that going to be bad? And it was just like, we couldn't even have right. a conversation because we were overthinking every single thing we were saying yeah. because we want everyone to be happy, but you can't make everybody happy. So no. you just have to, you literally just have to be yourself, live your life, say what you need to say. And if someone has a problem with it, they can, they can share their opinion, but you can't, we can't fix everything. And that's just the facts. Mm-hmm. So so there's that. Wanted to address that. I was going to say something too because I got so many thoughtful, kind, encouraging messages and the the fact that someone takes the time to listen to the podcast and then get on Instagram and take the time to write out their thoughts mm-hmm. that were so supportive and encouraging really means more than you realize because I read those things and that's kind of what got me excited to come and do the podcast today. Yeah. I just kissed the microphone, which I don't know if anyone talks on it. No, but. You're the only one that uses that one, baby. Right, so you're good. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm, t- I'm totally with you. And I think too, and I also just want to like say thank you in a weird way to everybody, because when I was in that like weird patch and things were, you know, my relationship was so, I didn't know what was going on. Like this was a place where I felt like I could come and I had like joy and like purpose and um community Mm -hmm. and like that's so important especially right now it is right I mean we're kind of back into a second lockdown and it's kind of back to these feelings of loneliness and frustration and you know I have my younger sister lives with me and I have people that I see like regularly I'm not just alone but like it's a lonely time and it's frustrating because like it's you just don't know what to do that's right or wrong and it's it's like we're stepping in like you know that game where when we were younger it was like mine what's it called mine not, not minecraft but the mine one where sweeper. you like, minesweeper and like you literally had no idea what you were doing but you just clicked and hoped that it didn't, wasn't a bomb <laughs> right. like that's basically what life is for us right now <laughs> and so um this community is so important for so many people who are struggling with the loneliness and the frustration and um, I want it to be that. I don't want it to be something where we're always apologizing for something we said. I just want it to be a place of joy and like encouragement. Yeah. Like as a producer, I see it with you guys. I see it with the other podcasts. I've even seen it with Seacrest. There's nothing worse than when the host starts second guessing every word of their mouth. It's terrible. So you're right. What you're saying today, 
Just let it all go. You'll never be as successful as you want to be, personally or professionally, if you focus on the criticisms that you see on social media, ever. So, having said that, moving on, that was a great Grey's Anatomy last week. <laughs> that was a great Grey's Anatomy last week. I have some theories, though. Some negative theories. Oh. Okay, I want to hear that. I just want to say, really quickly, watching Meredith and George hanging on the beach and chit-chatting just made my heart feel warm. I have some thoughts about it, though. Oh, bad? Then, well, not bad, but just questions. Why was she able to get that close with George? Yeah, I thought that, too. Get that close with McDreamy. That doesn't make sense to me, either. You know, I thought that, too, and I think a lot of people... I got a lot of DMs with that. Like, why, but why could she get close to him and she couldn't get close to... Like, like uh, I know they can't touch because they're not. But maybe I, because I think in real life, Ellen Pompeo and T.R. Knight are friends. And so maybe they are part of a pot. Like maybe they are like how you and I are. Like we're in like our pod. They're that close. Yeah. No, they've seen them like hiking weird. and stuff together. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, uh, no but idea. that's not the question. The question is, why can those actors get together the question is why can those characters be so close to each other but that's why because as in real life they are already exposed to each other whereas no, maybe ellen they could have gotten tests i mean that's an that's like, not what i'm saying though i'm saying in the rules of this weird limbo heaven world that she's in oh, yeah like she couldn't run oh, oh, oh. she tripped to get to right McDreamy there's a barrier between her and mcdreamy there's clearly nothing between her and george oh i see what you're saying Took me a minute to get there. Usually does. <laughs> but tough. yeah, so that was my first thought of that. But I agree. It was like great. I just, I'm, bring on Lexi. Bring on Sloan. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them all. I'm ready. Who but else is, who else is dead that should come back? Lexi, Sloan. I feel like they could bring Denny back maybe. But like, do we Her need mom. him with Izzy gone? Like, no, Meredith's mom. Yes. Meredith's mom, Meredith's dad. Meredith's more recent dad. Um, Adele maybe. If she could tell, she wants mm. to tell Richard something. <laughs> I don't need her back. I don't really need Meredith's parents they might back bring either. Back. Who they might bring back is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, uh, that, okay, so this is my dark theory. I think they're going to try and prove a point with the Karasik storyline. Oh, do you think kill Karasik? I think they might at least tease us there because... He's like, you know, so many people are testing positive and they're like, well, I don't have symptoms. So, like, I can go do whatever I want because I'm not spreading it. I don't have symptoms. And that's kind of his, that's what his story is. And then it shows him, like, shivering up against mm -hmm. the, the door. door. And I, I have a feeling that we might be watching Meredith on the beach and Karasik ends up coming up. That's how Oh, it's like a head fake. Like, we're all hoping Meredith doesn't die and then all of a sudden Karasik dies. Yeah. Oh, that would be terrible. I, they can't kill him. We're like, they, all, they, we all just started loving him. Well, I'm just saying, they always do that. Why can't they just... <laughs> Owen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're so cutthroat with Owen. Like, I know, I know. I'm like, if he ever comes on the show, <laughs> we... We gotta ha show some respect. Uh, of no, course no. we will. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be like, oh, we love you. It's so great no, to meet no, no. you. I mean, here's the thing. Like, what's his real name? Jason. Are no. you Jason? kidding me? <laughs> It's Jason. Kevin McKidd. Oh, Kevin McKidd. <laughs> Jason. Jason. Um, if he comes on, it's nothing against him personally. It's his character. It's like. No, I know. But I don't think I could look him in the eye and say, I love your character. <laughs> like, I couldn't do it. 
And everyone seems <laughs> to love him on the cast, so he would probably yeah, be delightful. I, I'm sure as a he's guest. a delight. I'm sure he's a delightful human. I just <laughs> his character to me is just. You hurt Christina Yang. You hurt us all. Yeah, you cut her. You're cut from me for life. I need them to bring Christina back in some capacity, whether it's like Meredith's not doing well and they're like, you need to come. This might be your chance to say goodbye or something. And then and then she wakes her up like she did when she drowned. Oh, yeah. Do I need to work for Grey's Anatomy? Like, <laughs> I think they're good this season. I have some really good thoughts that maybe I could share with them. Wait, but do you want to know something so funny? So... On the night that Grey's airs, um, which is Thursdays? Um, yes. <laughs> on Thursdays. Thursdays. At the days all blur. It's like, been, I don't it's true, been yeah. Thursday since you were in middle school. Yeah, it hasn't changed much. <laughs> I, I think it's it was on a Sunday at one point. Yeah, thank you. After Becca. the Super Bowl, yes. Um, I don't even know what date is today. So let's just, that's where, that's where my head is. It's been Monday since 2017. Okay. Monday. Yes, oh, we've been oh doing Monday this the podcast. show on Mondays for many well, we've years. been doing it on other days too. So thank you very much. Um, so there was a um a blackout, not a blackout, but a power outage at Red Star's house. So we didn't have TV, we didn't have any like nothing um live that night. And so we started watching the flight attendant on his cell phone. Um and I was like, oh my gosh, I did not know that George was in the flight attendant. So I'm just like having a ball. And he's like, is this why you wanted us to watch this show? Because your Grey's Anatomy person's on it. And I was like, no, I swear I had no idea that he was in it. But to get that, I watched, I binged that whole season, the whole series. Uh, and then the next night I watched Grey's and he came back and I was just like, in such a euphoria for that next 24 hours, I couldn't even control myself. Okay, speaking of actors who are like their character, after meeting him and doing the podcast with him, he is George. He's George. Yes, agreed. I had the same thought. Like, I watched it differently when he came back mm-hmm. after we got to meet him because I was like, oh my gosh, he so many of his uh, mannerisms and mm-hmm. stuff are so who he is in real life. Mm-hmm. If you watch The Flight Attendant, there's a little George O'Malley in there, too. No, I, yeah, I watched, I got through, I think, three episodes of The Flight Attendant. Oh, did you like it? I liked it. I don't like how she keeps going back to the the hotel room. Oh, I love, I'm obsessed with that show. Like, I liked it. I, I, I'm, like, interested to watch the rest of the series, but I wasn't, I, that part of it kind of threw me off a little bit. I did watch The Undoing, though. Have, has everyone watched that? Can we talk about I'm it? I'm only one episode in, but I already know oh. who did it because of social media. So I don't oh, know. It's up to you if you Spoiler want to talk alert. about it or not. Spoiler alert. I thought it was very interesting, but it almost I almost wish there had been a bigger twist of who it was. I was let down by that, too. I'm like, you had me thinking it was the kid. Like, I, I, like, I thought I'm blaming a 10-year-old kid for <laughs> murdering like, somebody, and you're going to leave me with that ending? But I did find it interesting and terrifying that someone can fool you so well, and that's what he's able to do. That is scary. 
That's what uh, set let's, me dark. Let's, I think we should be careful on this one. Like, well, I think with Grays, there's an understanding that we're going to talk about Grays. The show is called Scrubbing In. But I think a lot of people haven't seen The Undoing, so we should be careful. Did That's I my say opinion. Spoiler alert? No, no, you did, and you didn't oh. actually spoil anything. You didn't actually give anything away yet. I'm just saying, maybe we tread lightly oh. here. Okay. You never know. You never know who could do something <laughs> so gruesome, honestly. It was so violent. I think that's where I land too. Is I I get like it's hard for me to watch dark shows like that because I I don't like seeing that side of humanity. Even though I know I'm sure it exists, I like living in my in my popcorn butterfly land. <laughs> yeah, popcorn butterfly land. It's nice over there. In huh? terms of just like people and wanting to choose to believe in like the good in people, you know. Okay, speaking of. Another part of Grey's Anatomy that I thought was really interesting was the Link and Amelia dialogue of how they're handling the stress in the situation. Yes, because yes. I am the type who, so in my relationship, I'm the one who's like, well, I feel like in our relationship, you're the one who sees the bright side. But in my personal relationship, my romantic relationship, I'm the one who's like, well, thank you for prep- thank you for distinguishing. You're welcome. I'm the one who always sees the silver lining. And he gets so frustrated because I'm always like, well, it could be worse. And at least this happened. That was good. And then 95P is like, can I just be mad and like frustrated at the situation? And I'm like, okay. But we had to go through a lot of communication about this because I am used to handling things. Like if things get hard, I normally, my thought process is like, all right, what's the silver lining here? Like, what am I going to learn out of it? Um, And so I thought that was a really interesting conversation, how people in relationships can be so different and how that can actually be a really complicated dynamic. Dynamic, yeah. It can because I'm in one of those. I'm the bright sider and I'm married to a wallower. And the wallowers... (laughs) Wallowers are tough. But they want to... But that's just how they're dealing with it, and that's how they want to express themselves, and they're not in the mood to be pulled out of that. Similarly, we brightsiders aren't in the mood to be brought down. Exactly. So it's just, it's, a, it's not so much a standoff as you just kind of have to respect the other person's way of dealing with this. Yeah, but it, it is hard because the wallower wants the bright side to come down, and the... the Oh, and wallow with them? Yeah, and the brightsider's like, but I am trying to stay out of the wallowing. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Are you and uh, Red Star the same in that regard? You know, it's funny. He's not a wallower. He's very much like um, he tries to stay positive. He tries to look at the bright side of things, too. So we're the same in that regard. Um, But he, uh, like, where I just want to be there and help, like, he's he kind of deals with things more alone. Me, too. I get that. And so that's hard for me to accept because I'm like, we're a team and we're a pair and we're, you know, how, you know, like that's where I am. You know, I'm like, if you just need me to listen, like I can be here and listen. If you just need me to do oh. and he's like, I just need nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, Literally. bye. <laughs> you are like 95P because I am the same. I'm but like, it's not, it's, it's interesting because it's like, it's not wallowing. Like he doesn't. No, no, no. This is a separate type yeah, of it's a separate, yeah. thing because I wouldn't say that I wallow, but I like to process and think about things. And so. When I have something going on that's outside of my relationship, but it's something that's like demanding my attention and I have to focus on it, I don't need any help doing that. I want to do it alone. If I want to talk about it, I will talk about it. 
but I don't want to be forced to talk about it. I don't need to do it with anybody. So I understand his perspective on that. And I think 95P would understand your perspective because that's also on top of the bright side and wallowing differences. We have that difference as well. But I would yeah. argue that the wallower and the bright siders, also known perhaps as the optimist and the pessimist, are actually a good pair, a good pairing, if you will. Because how many times has my wife been prepared for the worst and it was something I never would have thought of in a million years? Just last week for Thanksgiving, we're driving to Palm Springs. And my youngest is like, oh, I'm getting kind of car sick, you know, making those noises. And my wife whips out a plastic puke thing and just throws it right back to her. Like, here you go. Like, I knew this could happen. I was ready for it. It's a two-hour drive. We didn't know it was going to be a five-hour drive, but my wife thought it might be because that's kind of how she sees the world. Like, whatever bad can happen, she's ready for every single time. And I never would have thought of that in a million years. Similarly, sometimes the wallower can get a little too dark. And it's good to be reminded of the positives out there. And sometimes that helps them not cross over into a really miserable place. So I think it's actually, I think it actually works. I think what you described was not a wallower. I think what you described was a woman who is prepared. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> a good point. Because I relate to, I always have things like that where I think of it and I'm like, well, worst case scenario, but I'm not necessarily a wallower. So I don't know if that's the same. Because yeah, I Maybe think they're two different be, things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. See, like, okay, so for let, last week when the power went out, um, Red Star was kind of like, maybe we like go to your place like we can't with not having power all you know like whatever and then I was like it's kind of romantic and sweet you know and like quickly we both were like yeah like let's just order pizza and like watch something on my phone and like make a fun adventure out of it you know what I mean like it wasn't the end of the world like I didn't I had all my work done like I wasn't stressed about like you know what I mean like it wasn't so it was just like let's just Let's just surrender. Mm-hmm. And it was actually kind of, it was like fun. It was something that I'll like never forget, you know? Yeah. A memory. A, a memory me- of sorts. A memory of sorts. And then th- th- this is the best part is that we're, we watch all of the flight attendant. We're almost done with the series. Computer dies. My phone was already dead. Oh. <sighs> His phone was on the brink, but we needed one phone to wake us up in the morning. So we were like, we can't risk it. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes before the series ends, done. Wow! And I haven't. We now can't watch it apart because that's oh, not wow. our thing. If we watch it together, we finish it together. So I still haven't seen the ending of the, <laughs> this show. Are you kidding me? No, I will not watch it without him. The loyalty. Fifteen, literally can't maybe relate. twenty minutes most. Um, gone. Real quickly, Tanya, I had a question before we get to Camilla because she's almost ready. Uh, at Thanksgiving, you said you came around on pie. I'd like you to elaborate on that, please, because I've been thinking about that since. Very important. I've been thinking about that. Okay, so I've always not liked pie, and I always I thought know, of pie. I know, it drives me pie, crazy. Pie people are weird, uh-huh. but I had a really nice apple pie a la mode <laughs> on Thanksgiving, and yeah. my mom warmed up the apple pie, and mm-hmm. she put the ice cream on top, so it was kind of melty on it. Mm-hmm. And it was... Very delicious. Like to the point where I was like, this is nice and light, but sweet. The sweet treat that I need, but not heavy like cake, which is what I normally enjoy. And so I really started coming around to it. I was like, you know what? If there were a couple perhaps chocolate chips in this pie, Mm. 
Yes. I'd be a 10 out of 10 on a pie. <laughs> so is has the debate been cake or pie? Is that the debate? And you prefer pie, Mark? Yes. This started because when my birthday comes around every year, which is five days before Tanya's birthday, I always say, you know, we always get, when we used to do a show from a building with a staff, mm-hmm. uh, they'd always want to bring a pie, a cake for people's birthdays. And I would say, you know what? I appreciate it. You don't have to get me anything. But if you're going to get me something, I don't love cake. Pie would be better. And okay. then Tanya was the only one that ever brought me pie. But you don't like pie. No. You didn't think you liked pie. No, and I was like, who's pie? Especially for their birthday. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love pie and cake, so. But now I'm really coming around to it. And I think if there was more chocolate options in pie, oh, I think I would want. Are you talking like a classic options. chocolate pie? Yes. There's a chocolate yes. pie? Yes. Go to Marie Callender's and look at that chocolate pie. It's fantastic. That I think I could really get on board with pie. Twenty twenty one pie is looking is looking good for me. <laughs> I feel like you would love to learn to cook a pie. I feel like that would be something you'd love to take on. You know, I'm dabbling with soup right now, okay. and it's a lot easier than I thought. And so, pie, I bring it on. The chocolate satin pie, or the chocolate cream pie, or the chocolate pudding oh. pie, or the chocolate mousse pie. Chocolate, I mean, come on. chocolate, chocolate cream pie sounds yes. fantastic. All right. Well, I was going to try and transition into Camilla. Camilla, but pie is a tough transition. <laughs> so we'll just be back with We'll be back with Camilla yeah, yeah. Weddington. <laughs> Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of the Head Start Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they take action to understand the disease. Recognizing how a migraine attack can change the course of your day, she unpacks each guest's journey and how they talk to their doctor to find the treatment plans that are right for them. Along with headache specialist Dr. Christopher Ryan and other special guests, Nora speaks to these incredible people who have channeled their feelings of isolation and their chronic migraine journey into advocacy and art. Plus, there are also eight episodes of their first season available for you that are worth binging. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey as they learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. 
The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. All right, we are back with a, dare I say, very special guest. I mean, the most special. It doesn't get more special than this. Um, it should. We are so happy to welcome back Camilla Luddington into the Scrubbing NOR. Yay! Uh, we were talking about this before we started, but I'm so excited. I'm getting, I mean, it's face-to-face through Zoom. I know. But... I know. <laughs> last but yes, you weren't there last time. We had a blast. It's <laughs> just a blast. And, and you missed out. I, I was I told Becca about the, that I showed you that we had pillows with all of the Grey's Anatomy um characters' yeah. faces on them and how you autographed yeah. your face and yeah, Be- terrifying. <laughs> Becca goes, Did you scare her off? And I was like, No, she said she was excited to come back. She had so much fun. And then yeah. and then you came back. So now I feel like yeah, I talked about that in my therapy. I got <laughs> I got over it and I was like I'll come back (laughs) that is so funny because that is exactly what I imagine people doing after Tanya scares them (laughs) but what's funny is that so we obviously we were in the studio last time we had you on and now we're all through through zoom and you know I'm at home so I don't have all the pillow heads um, at my disposal. Yes, so, you do. No, I don't. On your- <laughs> <laughs> they're Shockingly, back in the, she doesn't. They're back in the studio, so we've had other Grey's Anatomy cast members on, but I can't show them their pillow heads oh, because, pillows. yeah. I mean, they're missing out. They're- they really are. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> missing out. I have a great story. Uh, this was years okay. ago. Um, it was at Jingle Ball for iHeart, and you I- ran in, and you ran into Nick Vial, who was a bachelor at the time. <gasps> Okay, that was like my favorite bachelor, you guys. I told my husband, I was like, I may leave you for Nick. That never, that is not even, no, no, no. But my, I was at Jingle Ball that year too. And I was with, um, I didn't know if you watched, I think Jojo was before Nick, but I was with Jojo and she's also I a huge Grey's Anatomy fan. Yeah. And we were like, Camilla's here. And she just, she posted a photo with Nick. I was like, how do we find her? So we looked everywhere, not to be too creepy, but we were like in the green room and we were like, maybe, you know, I don't, I get excited about people, but 
there's another level for me where I would actually go up and approach someone from Grey's Anatomy, I think, because I've been such a fan for so long. I normally try to keep my cool, but it's probably for the best that that didn't happen. I love it. You should have said hi. Yeah, I, I left early because I was pregnant. So I went up to Nick and I was like, just ignore this. <laughs> so I'm single. <laughs> he was really, no, I actually am a huge Bachelor, Bachelorette fan. So I like geeked out when I saw him. I would have geeked out on you guys too. And I was just like, hey, you know, I hope, I don't think his season had aired yet. I, I was like, I hope your season oh, goes yeah. well. I feel like we always run into each other at the ABC um, TCAs anyway. Oh, the TCAs. Yeah always like see the bachelor and I'm always like geeking out on people I've always wanted to go to the TCAs it's like all my favorite like cast are always at the TCAs but I've never been invited I mean we geek out when we we got um little when the this season of Grey's Anatomy premiered they sent us like (laughs) Grey's Anatomy Sloan Memorial badges with our pictures on them and no I mean you couldn't like you couldn't get my head through the door I was just so excited (laughs) I was like I am official now I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have some things to get into. I um, I would just like to start off and say, if you are not caught up on Grey's or you're spoiler starting alert. from the very beginning, I'm actually doing this right for the first time ever. And I'm going to say spoiler alert before we get into any spoilers. Yeah. So there's your warning. I just, where do we begin? I mean, it's everything I never knew <laughs> I needed. It's everything I never knew I needed. You talking about? You know Joe what's funny is this season. This season, I said like I was like tw- tweeting, and I was like before we even aired, I was like you guys have to watch live, and the tweets back to me were like yeah okay fine like what you know it's <laughs> like she's like I was like just doing publicity yeah, for the yeah. show, but I was desperately like no please God like watch live because and by the way not just for like the last three episodes the whole season is wild. We just read an episode last week that I had had a massive thing happen that I had no clue until I was reading it with the cast and we were texting each other like is this for real is this really happening I mean it's just the whole season is crazy that makes me feel nervous no it's so good I mean everything that's happening for Joe right now is that's why I'm nervous (laughs) (laughs) I know Shonda doesn't let things stay good for too long oh right (laughs) well Joe, well, let's talk about Joe, like where she is now. What do you want to know? Well, <laughs> did you did you ever see a romance with Jackson coming? Because for some reason, it makes so much sense in my mind, but I never, I never, never paired all together. Right, totally. I think it's been okay. So first off, I did not ever see that happen because for the longest time he was with April and I like, you know, I was a fan of those two together. And then when they broke up, you know, Alex and Joe were obviously together. So that didn't seem like there was ever going to be an opportunity where those two people would be single at the same time. Um, But Jesse and I have a lot of fun together. So we have always pitched like, please put us in scenes together. Please make them funny scenes. Like we'd love to like joke around together. And then these ended up happening, which we didn't know I had no idea until Krista Vernoff, our showrunner, said to us, oh, I, I'm going to put you guys together for this like really fun hookup. And then I didn't know where it's going. I still don't really know where it's going, to be honest. I mean, none of us know where it's going. But, you know, it's funny no. that you say that because I thought that same way, like with your character for so long. Like I was like, oh, Joe and Alex, it's just like, that's yeah. just it. Mm-hmm. Like you're each other's one true pair. Yeah. And like, I kind of like wrote you off in the love department in that, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Me too. And now it's just like, we have this whole new, I'm like a whole new world. (laughs) I'm like, I love your character so much. And I love Jackson so much that it's just like, it's almost like the the power couple that I I need in Grey's right now. Is it? Because I think it's been very polarizing for people. Like I see on Twitter, some people are like, oh my God, wait, I didn't know I would love this. I love this. And then other people saying like, no, never hate it. Can't stand it. No, because you guys are like, you guys are kind of old school. Like I hate, I hate the new ones coming in and then starting new romances. It's like, (laughs) I don't, I don't need the, like, give me the, give me the core. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it because I mean I have fun with Jesse. We have we always have fun together. We're always laughing at all of our scenes between takes. So we have a blast doing all that stuff. Um and I also love that she's single because I was I was like thinking about going into the season for the first time with this character being single. And I was trying to remember a period of time where she really was single and she really hasn't been. She was like not with Alex, but still in love with him. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time that she's like. I need sex. Who's up? Yeah. Like, and I like that too. I think it's really fun. I, uh, I too would pitch scenes with Jesse Williams. That would <laughs> be too, who, that's too. how I would pitch my storyline going as well. So Thanks, Jesse. I mean, I, my friends always send me gifts or gifs or whatever of him. And I'm, I always am just like, wow. That is a beautiful... I will let him know. <laughs> no, no, I bet. I, you haven't heard this story, but I, I met him and my friend introduced me and she was like, this is Becca. Um, she has a, a podcast that's based off of Grey's Anatomy. So like any chance of being cool went out the window. So it I was went out like, the window. nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's so nice though. I can imagine he was like very sweet. No, he was like, oh really? Like he acted cool. interested, but you yeah. know, he's like, hey, yeah. where's security? <laughs> security. Um, so like we can't control ourselves around Grey's Anatomy people. It's like, I don't know. I know. But it's like, even- you guys, the funny thing is, it's like, we also are kind of like fans of the show ourselves because we get really excited about storylines too. Like we will text each other and be like, wait, you guys are breaking up? <laughs> like it's like a real thing, you know? And it's, so we geek out about our own stuff too because it is really fun. There's a big ensemble. So we're always trying to be like, hey, what's your storyline this season? And people will tell us what it is. And it's like shocking. So <laughs> we also are fans as well. So were you like super nerding out when you found out that Patrick Dempsey came back or was coming back? Yes, I didn't kind of get it. Like it, like I didn't really understand. It was just the beach was like described to me. And I was like, how is this going to work? Like I, I couldn't really imagine it. And I was like, they're going to lose their like for sure. And then when I watched the show, because in our scripts, his dialogue was omitted. So we didn't know necessarily how the scenes went. So when we were watching the show, we were watching it for the first time. And I was like, this is the most amazing genius thing I've ever seen ever. I love Krista. I I love Krista, the showrunner for being so um, tight with that because it really was just, it was. I just think it was so smart to open up now that world, which is why everyone's like, you know, last week, like Lexi was trending for like two days. Yeah. Cause they won. Like the opportunity of anybody, 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 because to be honest, back in the day when they brought back Denny, I was like, okay, come on. Like, this is, 
Tanya loved it because she loved was like, I love Jenny so much. I can't I mean, have stand. Yeah, have him back. But I was kind of like, you know, come on. And th- with this, these episodes, I'm like, they can do whatever they want, whatever they need yeah. to have Patrick Dempsey. It's done in like a different way, I yeah. think. Because that, again, was like done very differently, right? Yeah. But, but this works because I remember like thinking like they're, they're, the writers on Grey's Anatomy are obviously geniuses. So you hear stuff and sometimes you're like, I don't really understand how that's going to work, but like they're genius. And then watching it, it was just, I was like, oh, so smart. You know what? You're right. Because I do, even though I was like, I loved Denny so much, um, there were like towards the end of his comeback as like a ghost or whatever, there was parts of it where I was like, okay, like. it's just done really differently yeah Yeah, this time around it's like yeah it's better it makes me emotional actually my I've been watching this season and I was telling my husband that I just don't I don't know if I can watch it live on Thursday nights like every week I might have to like pause on watching it because I get so emotional like the rest of my evening like I'll still be thinking about the show even though I've read it (laughs) I know what's happening, but I'm like still like, oh, she dies to a patient. I'm like, I know she dies. Why am I shocked? <laughs> like it's really, this season is like staying with me. That's, that's what you want. And I also love, I do have to say with the Joe and Jackson storyline, I love that you came over in this last episode and he was like, listen, I don't want a relationship and tried to play that card. And then I love yeah. that. It was just like, I don't want that either. I just want sex. Like I'm yeah. lonely like we're in a pandemic. Yeah. I just want sex. Like, I don't, I don't need a relationship from you. Like, like I, I don't, those. yeah. I like that too. I was joking about that with Jesse because I was like, I feel like a lot of, you know, girls in the past with Jack's neighbor are like, oh my God, just say, please love me. And just, you know, you're Jack's neighbor. And I love that Joe's like, um, no, thank you. Like not happening. Please. Can we just have sex? I like that. I think it's really fun. And I also think that that's something that we haven't seen on the show in it. Well, I was trying to think maybe you guys are, you guys will probably remember maybe more than I would, but I can't think of a couple that truly was just sex friends. Um, uh, Mark Sloan and Callie. Oh, yeah, that's true. But just they did end friends. up having a child. They did together, end up having but... a child. Correct. Yeah. They had the, the baby. Yeah. So yeah, we're the second people to do it. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. Wait, yeah, that's, that's true. Wait, can I ask you just like a COVID-related question? Because your your yeah. scenes with with um, Jackson, Jesse, whatever, um, yes. they're intimate. You guys are kissing. You're like on top of each other. Is it weird to do those scenes now? In a pen- I mean, I know, I know you're all constantly being tested and like everything. There's a lot of yes. protocol when you're doing a TV yeah. show right now. But is there a part of you that's slightly weirded out just because of how? this so it's interesting because nobody knows this but like we shut down early last season and this storyline was already happening so what actually those those two of those kissing parts were shot before covid and so like the part where i grab jackson and kiss him from the first time i'm and i'm actually pregnant like through the through those intimate scenes yeah that was actually shot last season. Like the dialogue beforehand was this season because things are different. The storylines are completely different actually as to how we come about to this point. Um, But the kissing was pre-COVID because now it would, you know, I mean, I think it's like everyone's feels different, comfortable, like, you know, everyone feels differently about it. But, 
but I don't know how I would feel about, I know it is a, it is a question. Like, how do you feel kissing on screen during COVID? There's a lot of ways to like cheat it. Like, I know that they're, you know, they're taking all the safety precautions necessary, but I still feel like there is that, like kissing is, is intimate, mm -hmm. you know? It's super intimate. Yeah. It's super intimate. Um, so I haven't had to actually do it yet which is interesting. It's kind of been cheated from things that we were able to do last season and cut in a way that um, still works. But I'll get back to you on how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> we'll need At you to come point. back to update us on yeah, yeah. that scene. You'll know when we've all gotten like immunized because we'll just be like making out all yeah. over the show. Is there like any part of you with them bringing back Patrick Dempsey and TR Knight and who knows who else that yeah. maybe there will be a return with Alex? Oh God. You know, I just really selfishly don't want another ex-husband <laughs> to pop up for Joe. It'd be the second one <laughs> again, being like, I'm back. <laughs> um, I want her to be able to move on. That's what I would like, you know? That's, That's a good should. point. It's a good point. Be like husband, ex-husband number two. Okay, but first ex-husband was different than Alex Karev. Well, Alex Karev left her in a very painful way. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. I yeah. hear you. I hear you. I was yeah. just, you know, just you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. Um. I always see. I follow you, and I follow Jessica Capshaw, and I always see y'all pop yeah. up on each other's photos, and I love that y'all are still seem to be like really good friends. And we talk like every single day. In fact, what we're trying to do right now is because I just did my first Instagram live like a week ago, and then she texts and she's like, "I see everyone saying we should do one together," and she was like, "Should we do one?" And so we're planning on just doing one together. I was like, I'll pour a glass of wine. You can pour a glass of wine and we'll just like shoot the shit. That's what, that's what we want. That's what, that's we, what we want. want. It's what we need. It's what 2020 <laughs> needs. <laughs> I forgot what happened to Arizona. She moved to New York. She Cali. moved. I think it was like, she went, yeah. Does she go, is she back with Callie? I mean, is that. That's kind of how they left it. Like she was going to go try and make things work, work with, with Callie. Her. It was teased that way for yeah. sure. I mean, by the way, everything's like a complete blur now with COVID. Like I don't remember anything except <laughs> since March. It was like, I don't know what that life was. Well, that was just such a crazy time because there were so many people who left after that season. It was like April was gone, Arizona was gone. And then it just, that was kind of like a, and yeah. there wasn't a lot of explanation closure. No, we got no closure. <laughs> On Arizona and April leaving yeah. that season. Yeah. With Matthew and everything. She's like, yeah. I don't really remember that, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, that was also the wedding episodes. There was like yes. so much going on in that season finale. It was like chaos, that episode. Like funny chaos, but chaos. So you have two children now, right? I know that you're pretty private about, you don't post about them or talk about them, I'm imagining publicly, but do they have any a idea? A little bit, but not like a huge amount. Right. Just Which I respect, by the way. Oh yeah, 100%. Do yeah. they have any under, probably not your youngest one, because he's very little, right? Yeah, he's four. He'll be four months very so soon. He definitely does, definitely not, does know not know, know who his mom is. Yeah. But he definitely <laughs> knows who. Well, Hayden's starting to sort of get it. Okay. A little bit. I put it, I only just recently talked to her about it because 
we'll show her little snippets of stuff. Matt and I have both of our things on TV, but he always plays a bad guy. So it's like really hard <laughs> to show her anything of him. He's like killing somebody. So I'm like, I can't really show her that. Um, I've shown her a couple things here and there and she doesn't really get it. But I explained to her the other day because I was like, I'm leaving for work. I was like, I should probably tell her what my work is. And so I've told her that how she dresses up for make-believe. Mommy does the same thing, but I'm a doctor. And so when I leave, she says, are you going to go pretend to be a doctor? I say, yes. But now I've been FaceTiming her in that like pap, we call it the papper. So the big like helmet. So she thinks now I'm pretending to be an astronaut. That's what she thinks. <laughs> Easy, easy mistake. Yeah. And, and actually because of COVID, we haven't gone out really at all. So I haven't, I've run into like two fans. So she hasn't been able to like see people oh, yeah. approaching us the way she would have if COVID hadn't have happened. Right. That's right. going to be so interesting once there is some normalcy of like going out and being in public of people being respectful to not, because I feel like probably with y'all, it's so crazy that people just come up and they're so excited that they forget boundaries yeah. <laughs> yeah it has already happened a couple of times it's like very jarring I um, bet. especially yeah. because um well we haven't one time I was with my we went to go pick up a pumpkin at the pumpkin patch and I thought oh well we it'll, nobody will be there because we have our little baby I wanted like that family picture that everyone does and someone did approach really close they were not wearing a mask oh. I was holding my baby and I was he doesn't really have an immune system yet. And so right. I was, you know, feeling they're like, yeah. when is, when are you back on the air? What's going on? I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, and I feel like you're so nice that you're the type who you're not trying to, you know, make anyone feel brushed off. But at the same time, you're. No, it's, it's hard. I actually didn't say anything. And, you know, I felt like I probably should have said, hey, you know, because people just get, I think people just get really excited. Right. Yeah. You know, not thinking. It's not like a malicious thing, obviously, but they get close and, right. you know, it's just, but I think that maybe it'll change after COVID. Maybe people, hopefully most people will kind of think about it a little bit more. Well, yeah. I mean, even watching anything on TV right now or movies, you see yeah. people in crowds and you're just like, oh, they're so close No, I to know. That's all I do. I'm like, couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that. Can't do that. I, do I it know. All. It's like actually having some, I was watching um, Schitt's Creek like the, and there was like the scene where they were all in the, you know, the Rose apothecary. And I was just like, how are they all like, I get like nervous. <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking the same thing. I was watching holiday Jessica's new movie, which is so cute. I don't know if you guys have seen it. On yeah. yeah. Funny. And like, there's this scene where they're all like dancing and like sweating on each other and partying. And I'm like, that's just, I watch things in a completely different way now. Totally. Have people, um, how's the response been? I know that you, I think that you commented on it. Um, just with people talking about Grey's Anatomy and using masks and things like that. Um, but what's your response? Like have a lot of frontline workers, nurses and doctors reached out to you about just like the depiction of what COVID is like on Grey's Anatomy. Um, well, we work with a lot of surgeons in real life. Um, they're producers on our show. So we're hearing a lot of feedback from them, from their friends. I definitely see stuff online. Something that um, I think that I keep hearing and we're diving into even more this season is the mental health toll it takes on the healthcare workers. And you'll definitely see that in different ways manifesting in each one of us. And I, I keep hearing about that being something that they're happy that we're showing. 
um, how difficult it is to go to work and, you know, under these extreme circumstances. So um, I'm definitely reading that on Twitter a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people are, you know, very responsive to how y'all are showing and talking about the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also think too, you know, I think everybody just selfishly thinks of themselves and how they're, you know, like their own mental health and their own circumstance and their own, what they're going through. And then you see all these videos online of these restaurant owners and what they're going through and losing their livelihood. And so you feel for them. And then, but we, what we aren't seeing as much of as the frontline workers and the stuff they're having to deal with every day, you know? So it's just like everybody is feeling it in such a different manner. Right. And it's interesting to me because, for example, this happened in our like our first two hour episode where there was a burn victim that had come in and he had just turned 18. So that meant his parents could not go right that whole storyline. And I remember thinking like, wait, what like that? Like I couldn't like comprehend how like, oh, that's something that would actually happen right now. And it's just so shocking. So all these little details that you don't realize are happening as well that aren't, you know, on the news, those are also people's lives that they're experiencing and we're able to show those stories too. So it's, I mean, I think they're doing an incredible job, but it's very painful to watch for sure. Do you feel, have you noticed, and I don't know if this is just something I'm subconsciously thinking about, but are they having certain characters on purpose, like have their scenes mostly together so that it limits, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's yeah, limiting. It's, it's helpful for yes. We're sort of we're not. You're not going to see scenes really of like all of us together, um, like big group scenes, and they are sort of keeping us together in like little pods, basically, even on camera. So you'll see like me with Jesse. You'll see me with Jake. Maybe a couple other people, but not everyone in the way that we would have before. Yeah, so, that's yeah. smart. Yeah. That's smart smart way of because we're just grateful that it's back on the air so however You're it has to be too done. I mean I, didn't, <laughs> I it was a time when I thought that it, we weren't going to be back you know I was wondering when we were going to film and so we're really grateful too we're so happy that we're still shooting the show um well we're grateful to have you back and um happy to have you back in the OR whenever you would like <laughs> yes absolutely wait one more question because you're a bachelor bachelorette fan i'm assuming you're watching this season i watched claire's part and then i stopped i have not caught up yeah you just said i'm done they they got engaged it's over for me i didn't think that but like i just decided that that was probably the most dramatic thing and i'm watching the boys i don't know if you guys watch the tv show the boys it's incredible so i was like choosing to just binge that show instead but so i watched a very short season of the bachelorette is what i felt like it was like what three four episodes yeah 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 (laughs) but you got what you came for which was a proposal i got it (laughs) wait what's the boys wait what what is the boys the Boys is a show. I love that I'm promoting another show. The Boys is a show. The Boys is a show on Amazon about superheroes, but it's really, it's a really fun show too. You just when you're it. done watching our show, you can then go watch that show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just finished The Flight Attendant, which has TR Knight in it. So I would just, oh, it's yeah. an embarrassment of riches because I got him on Flight Attendant and then I saw him on yeah. Grey's. I was just like, Phew. yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so sorry. We know that you have to go. Yeah. 
thank you so much for taking the time. Thank we love you so, so much. Thank Please you. come Hopefully back. next time we'll be in person with the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait for that moment. But thank you again for coming on. It was thank you guys wonderful so much. seeing you. I hope yeah. you're enjoying the season. We are. We can't wait for know. more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank All you guys right. so Bye. much. Okay. Bye. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of the Head Start Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they take action to understand the disease. Recognizing how a migraine attack can change the course of your day, she unpacks each guest journey and how they talk to their doctor to find the treatment plans that are right for them. Along with headache specialist Dr. Christopher Ryan and other special guests, Nora speaks to these incredible people who have channeled their feelings of isolation and their chronic migraine journey into advocacy and art. Plus, there are also eight episodes of their first season available for you that are worth binging. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey as they learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. 
that brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Um, she is just the best. Like she makes it feel like, like we were friends and we, we were just catching up. She did forget that she said that we would all watch together, but it's COVID now. I'm not going to remind her because yeah, it's like weird we, that she forgot that. We can't do it anytime tidbit. soon. So when, when, when this is all over, when the pandemic is behind us, we will have our girls night. I almost got creepy and asked how um, Jesse Williams smelled. <laughs> and then I was like, don't be weird. I did find it interesting, though, that they filmed those kissing scenes prior to the very, pandemic. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Because I was watching those being like, you know, I feel safe when, like, when I was doing the People's Choice Awards and they were testing us all the time. Like, I felt safe being close to people. I don't know if I'd feel safe putting my tongue in anyone's mouth. Or just like breathing that close to each other yeah. would feel a little risky. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. So that that was interesting info. But I listen, I loved that she shut him down and was like, back up with your assumption that I want a relationship. That was a that was a, that was a modern woman move. That was a modern woman move. Gotta say, Joe, modern woman. Okay, so there was one part of the interview where the sound went out and Taunt and Camilla was like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And so then Tanya turned over Mike and then she goes, can you hear me now, Joe? <laughs> she called her Joe. So funny. <laughs> I don't know why with Grey's Anatomy characters, it's so hard for me to separate them. Like I just I can't do it. I know. I was hoping she didn't hear me, but she did. I couldn't help it. I had to call you out because it was so funny. Can uh, you hear me, Joe? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you hear me, Joe? She tried to cut herself off. Um, by the way I'm a big fan of the boys on Amazon Prime but I will say it's not for the faint of heart it's an extremely violent bloody show it's gonna be be a no for me yeah I think so I don't think you'd love it it that way the premise, though, I'll give you because I think this is like based in, in, in how it would actually happen if there were actual superheroes in the world and that's how they play it is there are actual superheroes in the world there's guys just like Superman guys just like Aquaman just like the Flash they might be assholes because of all the power they would have. And that's basically the premise of the show. Who, who are the actors in it? Um, I don't know of any, like, name actors in that yeah, show. Yeah, I've never even heard of that show. Think, she said, I was like, Seth Rogen uh, produced it. But Is it I, a comedy? Oh, Chase Crawford's in it. Remember Chase Crawford? Oh, yeah. He's Aquaman, right? He's the Aquaman character, because yes. Because you remember he came out with this photo and his, you could see the outline of his... Gills. Missed missed that one. And it was like getting, it was like a lot of, there was a lot of people talking about it. Like Jason Derulo status? Essentially. Like it's big? Yeah. Oh. Um, Mazel to, (laughs) is he married? Mazel. Were you going to say Mazel to his wife? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if he's married, but just Mazel to him, right? Mazel to him. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what? Not Maybe not Mazel to the wife because it's not so much the, the uh, size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. Ooh, that was a good one. Thank you. Are you it's like you could have like a, you could have a, what's a big boat? A yacht. A yacht. You could have a yacht 
and be subpar. Correct. You could be sinking. Correct. Because you could just you just be like, you know, I'm just gonna stop now. I can't. I can't get it there. <laughs> Wait, are either of you watching The Bachelorette this season? I'm not. I'm struggling. Oh my god, I think it's amazing. I've like really enjoyed it. Anyways, this just made me think that one of the guys, Ben, he always shows up on my TikTok. And I, it's always someone filming him like working out or doing something, but he has like, he's like huge, has an amazing body. Like he's so ripped and everything. You know who I'm talking about, Ben? Yeah. The names are hard for okay. me. <laughs> Anyways. Is he the, is he like um, the one that she got mad at? Yeah. Cause he didn't come find yes, her. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's always these TikToks and sometimes the funniest part of TikTok are the comments on the videos. And this I love reading goes, comments. <laughs> If you don't come park that big truck in this tiny garage. Ew. <laughs> I was dying. People are so Aggressive. aggressively forward on TikTok and like the comments. No, it's not just it. TikTok. Hello. Know, it's 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 in everything. I know, but like normally it would be in a DM or something you would send that or like respond to a story, but like a TikTok comment is for everyone to see, but I, I was like dying laughing at it. I like him on the show, so. Um, anyways, I guess since none of y'all are watching that, we can't talk about The Bachelor. No, we can talk. I just need to catch up. I'm just like, I find myself just getting a little snoozy that they're, like, not moving. Oh, like locations? Mm-hmm. Listen, like, we gotta be grateful. I know, I know, but I'm just I'm just being honest. Bring on the criticism. <laughs> Bring it. Um, well, I've quite enjoyed it. I feel like the guys really like Tasha, so I'm, like, really invested in it right now i don't i'm watching i'm just a little behind and i'm finding it hard to like i I watch like a half an episode and i'm like i need to take a rest did you watch happiest season the chris and stewart movie that i told you to watch no i need to though have you watched it mark no but i i I definitely want to it looks great it is so it's on what netflix or amazon hulu Hulu. it is such a great um like rom-com christmas story and i just felt like it was so well casted and to be just frank, I normally am not a huge fan of Kristen Stewart in movies. Like, I obviously, I liked her in Twilight. But since then, I haven't really connected to her with anything. I loved her in this movie. She was so good and likable. Happy to watch it. Could, could you? I love any Christmas movie, yeah. so bring really it on. Cute. I think Easton may have seen The Happiest Season. Well, oh. <laughs> this is a big disappointment. I have not watched it yet, but I do want to say the soundtrack kicks ass. The soundtrack rips so hard. There's a song by Tegan and Sarah did an original song for it. Anne Marie did a song that just totally rips. I, I love. I can't wait to watch that movie. Allison won't let me I'm until it gets closer to Christmas. But oh yeah. wow! Well, I would love to hear your feedback once once you watch it. It's coming up. I swear. <laughs> I'll have to listen to the soundtrack though. I love a good movie soundtrack. My personal favorite of all time is A Walk to Remember. Mm, wow, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Yeah, that soundtrack. Listen to it nonstop. Uh, my favorite all time is Moulin Rouge. It's a hard one to beat. Never seen it. You've never seen Moulin Rouge? No. Oh my gosh. That's another one I haven't seen, but I know the soundtrack really, really well. Oh, <laughs> that is so wow. By the way, speaking of seasons, this is another thing that Tanya said last week that's been that stuck with me ever since. Like I've thought of this many times since then. Something I said? Uh-huh. Oh, God. 
This time of year is the best season of the year, but it is not your favorite season of the year. I'll be driving down the street and I'll see all the colorful houses and I'll think, this is so great. And then I'll start to think, this is the best season of the year, but wait a minute, how is it not her favorite season of the year? Because best season is an objective opinion. So you can't say this is the best season in my opinion, but it is not my favorite season because <laughs> yeah. it's the same thing. That's not true, because if it was the same thing, I'd be saying the same thing. <laughs> no, Mark, I feel the exact same way. It still makes zero sense to me. I had last time, I think last week I just agreed with her so she stopped talking about it because it like never was going to make sense. But I literally, I was thinking today, like we drove, I drove by on a neighborhood and there was one little apartment that was decorated like all out for Christmas mm -hmm. on their patio. Mm -hmm. I was like, that just made the whole street. Like this season yes. brings people together. It's this, I know it can be like the stressful, best. but it's joyful. The best season. And then best season. to have the thought of like, this is the best, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> makes zero sense to me. Am I right in interpreting it this way, Tanya? Is it, it's not the season I wanted, but it's the season I needed. <laughs> no, because I want it. No, because I want it. I love it. But I decorate. So then it would be the second best season. Because your first best is your favorite. No, I mean. What? What did you your say was your favorite? Summer. Okay, so then that's the best season. Well, summer's my favorite. Season. And the best, in your opinion. No, but this time, like, Christmas is, like, the best. <laughs> Guys, this makes total sense. It doesn't, though. Yes, it does, because they mean different things. This this season is not my favorite, because I don't like to be burr and cold, and I don't like when it gets dark out at night. <laughs> but it's the best because I love the joy and the community and the like spirit of this season but it's not my favorite because in the summer it's warm out and I can be outside and there's sunlight until past 4 30 p.m. okay let's pretend there's 10 different flavors of cookies in front of you and you eat all 10 cookies would you then say number three is the best cookie but number seven is my favorite cookie <laughs> yes you could really you could do that yeah because the best cookie might be quality it was baked really well or might have the best ingredients so it's now. the healthiest but version for me so it's the best cookie. Then that should be your favorite cookie no 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 mark mark listen to this uh the new england patriots are the best football team the green no. bay packers are my favorite no thank you easton that's different there we go no because the <laughs> records not. of those football teams are not subjective yeah they're factual they're factual they're that like, the wins. number of wins the number of super bowls okay, well, let's whatever make it factual. i understand that which is, which is this the best season for you there's four boxes here who says this is the best season i have to say this is the best season because it's I my think, favorite season yeah so mark becca easton no I, I i like summer summer's the best and summer's my favorite yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bah humbug either way you lost <laughs> I get what you're trying to say, yeah. but you're not saying it the right way. You're just trying to say, I love this season. It brings me so much joy and happiness, but summer's my favorite season. Who am I not saying it right for? <laughs> you? Just Guess like, what, guys? <laughs> I'm only speaking for myself these days. It's all I've got. It is all I've got in me, okay? Oh, I wasn't sure if I should bring that up, but I'm so happy I did. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did too. It has caught. I've thought about it a couple times as well. Couple times. Yeah, it's lived in my head for too long. So now it can go.
Oh, man. Even though there's no resolution. Nope, none. We got nowhere. Um, Guess what? <laughs> You're not gonna. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Love you. Note, just want everyone to know that even after my psychic, my dog communicator experience, Phoebe has been worse in the car than ever and Cause she shows hates me it. less love. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> like But she the car. loves chicken. She does love chicken. So you're saying the psychic didn't work? I'm saying that thing, our relationship shifted a little bit. So I don't know if she got, she didn't like her space being invaded or what, but either way, we have another mini episode coming this week. So get ready. It's going to be a blast. And until then, we'll see you then. And then we'll see you for a full episode next week. Ta-ta for now. Goodbye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, 
and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.